Now that's an evocative piece of music. What year did you say it was out? Um, 1969. Mary Hopkins, 1969. So that is... the next um, stage in the development of uh, the tavern, the Merryman, uh, was of course when Aidan O'Byrne, Mike uh, Sullivan has joined us now. Aidan O'Byrne started the tavern. Is that what happened, Mike? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, he just—I guess he was catching in on the whole folk boom that was happening all over yeah. the world and that, and he just decided to to bring music to Scarf. It was kind of a strange, amazing thing, really, because. There wasn't that many venues all over the country. I mean, Aidan, cont- I remember at the time, Aidan considered his uh, his competition was the Abbey Tavern in Holt. My goodness. You know, because there was no venue kind of in Limerick, similar, yeah. or Cork, or hardly. So he didn't really, he was competing with bands for up there, and they, you know. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of a strange setup that in a town so small, I mean, you oftentimes when you say to people, that you're from Scarf, they say, oh, the Merriman Tavern, you know, people yeah. would remember going to it, so. Yeah, we came to uh, to Scarf in 1978. Yeah. And I knew absolutely nothing about Scarf, except yeah. that on a Saturday, on the sponsored programme, yeah. there was always um, an ad for the Merriman Tavern, Scarf, yeah. and who was going to be playing on the Saturday night. Yeah. So I thought the Scarf was... Uh, Fabulous metropolis altogether, and I was couldn't wait to get here for all the music. Now it it was it was terrific, and I mean the the the, the groups that Aidan brought to Scarf, honestly, I mean the list is is absolutely it's extraordinary, really, isn't really it? Well, every, I mean I I just I found an old there was a poster there, there was an auction earlier on in the year, and Aidan had done up a handwritten poster of all of the he had put down. It was a kind of that size there, yeah. and he had he had put down the list of all, of all the various acts from the sixties all the way up to you know not all the acts, yeah. but I mean everybody played there the Dubliners, um, Chieftains played you know also yeah. people Tony Kenny I remember Tony Kenny playing yeah he did Tony Kenny Julie well. Felix Sweeney's was men. there remember Julie Felix was there for yeah, Sweeney's Tell. men Sweeney's yeah. men I mean did Dan and the Wolf Tones the Body Bang the yeah. Planksty. Yeah. Yeah. Jim McCann, Paddy Riley, Freddie White. Yeah. 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 The Brendan Grace, he was a great pal of Brendan Grace. He was, actually, yes. And Brendan had great memories of the tavern. Yeah, because I I can remember one night in the 70s, Brendan and Oren was a baby at the time, and Brendan was down for the weekend. He must have had the family with him because Brendan had a small child in his arms, and the two of them had babies in their arms standing behind the bar, the tavern. And Oren was one. I don't know who the other one was. I mean, Brendan, one of Brendan's children, I yeah. suppose. But they were very pally. Yeah. And I remember John Kenny playing there with a television right. box on his yeah. head. He used to play on his own, mm. and his act was an old television yeah. screen with a screen out, and he used to wear that on his head. I don't know Good what. Lord. Do you remember Mike Murphy? Yeah, Mike, Mike Murphy. Murphy. He did, yeah, he did. He yeah. did then the Johnstons play there, Patterson's all the, every they all yeah. they all played there really. Tom Moore mid- and the oh, Midnight Tom Well. Moore, Midnight Well. Yeah, they were Lord, yeah. I, I heard a story, Mike, a couple of years ago <coughs> of a certain individual from Kildare, Christy Moore. Yeah. Who allegedly lost a guitar in Scarf. Is that true? Or is that a bit of an old urban myth? I don't know. I well then they there often enough. It's Scarf. Christy was there. Very much. After hours were yeah. human to Christie. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. you remember Christie used to wear those sweat white t shirts, yeah. remember the with the, the kind of the old grandfather t shirts. Yeah. I remember one day Miss O'Byrne was in the bar, one day she was cleaning out in the bar 
And at the bottom of a shelf in the big bar, she pulled out. She says, oh, my God, what is this? I said, I think that's one of Christie's T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You had a framed it and kept that one. Well, well maybe you could. I, I maybe you could. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But I suppose at this stage, it really is not uh, fair to keep going without mentioning Aidan and yeah. Sheila and all the O'Byrne family. Yeah. And um, the original thought in my head when I was doing this program yeah. was to have them here with us yes. it, uh, my timing was bad but I'm hoping uh, down the road that we'll have a slightly different programme about the Merryman Tavern yeah, from yeah. their viewpoint and that would be wonderful because yeah. you know I mean Arlene and Sheila and whoever else of the Aburns would be around they yeah. could add great meat to all those stories of that we've heard all could, this yeah. morning and um you know, I mean, fair play to Aidan O'Byrne. He must have been, like his dad, uh, a man who thought outside the box, really. Well, obviously, I mean, he did, because it was. It just seemed amazing to be in such a... I mean, we were so lucky. We lived in a very small town. Absolutely. But every Saturday night, I just had to walk up the street That's to right. walk around the we bar. And you could yeah. see everybody, all the, yeah. all the bands that most people couldn't see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, it's, it just seemed bizarre that we'd be able to do that in such a small place. Yeah, mm. it's the memories that it has created for everybody. Yeah. I mean, Marie... Um, McNamara who did the interview with Sheila Bogler uh, unfortunately that was cut short for some reason but um, she was telling me that she and Anthony got engaged in 1985 and they went to the tavern yeah. and Joan Walsh the Lord be good to her was serving behind the bar so like it has an impact for everybody yeah. in Scarif who grew up here you know oh, yeah, everyone well, has memories of the, the tavern an, and well and loads of people worked m most of my family worked behind the bar yeah you know I started to work there in 75 and was there till 81 yeah you know and Tony had worked there um Anne had worked there, Gerald worked there, Beryl worked there, you know. So. Yeah, and even when there was a bit of a revival there, what, what, what when did that happen, Mike? Um, that was in the early 2000s oh, yeah. then. Yeah, he just yeah. he didn't have too many gigs, but I was at you know, Julia Turner, Jack L, Jack Tommy Fleming, Sean, 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 Sean Keane, yeah. and Sharon Shannon. And Sharon the Shannon, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he just. So my kids worked there at that time. Yeah, you know. yeah. One of my first nights in Scarf was in the Merryman. Is that right? Yes, yeah. back in the early 2000s as well, so it was around yeah. that era. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. no, it really is a, a phenomenal, uh, iconic um, building to have had in a small town like Scarif, isn't it really? Oh, it is. Well, it's, it's, well we've the memories, of course, of Felix Bone and the skeletons. Skeletons, of course, yeah. Tony. Never heard of him. Well, yeah, not many have. Never heard of him. <laughs> Felix, uh, Felix Bott, Tony O'Sullivan, Tony yeah. Maloney, yeah. Brendan O'Byrne and Pat Minogue. A band. Oh, sorry, yeah. I beg your pardon. I shouldn't have shouted that. They, they were, were a local yeah. group. They were. They were I didn't know they, that. I'm they so sorry. They practiced in the school. Yeah. When we were in school, and they played for our hops down in the ah. tavern, and yeah. we had, <clears throat> we could go down and have our dances and all that kind of thing. They were. We were kind of groupies. Yes. Yeah. Well, you <laughs> were a groupie anyway, weren't you, Anne? <laughs> yeah. I married one of them. You married? Yeah. Well, that was the classic groupie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but Brendan was great. You know, Brendan, um, there was a band with him. He was very musical. I can yes. remember him mm -hmm. singing needles yeah. and pins. That. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and, and you said at some stage to me that, that Johnny actually helped with the... Oh, Johnny helped with the renovation. renovation. Yeah. yeah, he yeah. did. Johnny would have worked there, I think, in 67 that he actually he started. He put the roof over the yard, really. He did, yeah, put the roof over the yard. That's really yeah. what they did. That's all they did. That's all they did, just yeah. put a roof over the yard. Yeah. Did, did your regular co-host of Saturday Chronicle work there 
years well. And didn't she meet she her, did. her now current husband? We'll come to she that did. in a minute. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, no. Carol is listening, I hope. And Hopefully she is. I hope you're feeling well, Carol. Yeah. It um, it was a big part of her life. Jerry yeah. and herself met and, and, and a romance there, I'm uh, I'm sure, for many years. And um, she has great memories of the place mm. as well. Mm. Uh, Mike, you were at the auction. I was, yeah. auction. I was, yeah. And you... Well, Virtually, it was a virtual auction. Oh, was it? Twas, oh, yeah, right. twas, twas. Um, the vast. The, I don't know how many, if any, was was there at the auction. Oh. It was. Uh, I think nearly all auctions are done virtually now. Are they? Most yes. are, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. think they are. It, it enables them to extend their reach enormously, obviously. Yeah. And I, I don't know how many purchases you made, but you certainly bought one very, did, very yeah. significant poster. Tell us about the poster. I did, yeah. They, it's the nineteen seventy five folk festival. Aidan called it a folk festival. He just did. And the town was swarmed for the weekend. People came. Then it was, you know, yeah. they thought this is a folk festival and the place was swamped for the weekend. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember all the bars, all in Scarif, every, we ran out of drink. <laughs> Aidan was driving down to Whitekit and to Mount Shannon and to Fetal and to Broadford with for the trailer to get drink. Right. They drank every Goodness. bar in Scarif Dry. I don't know where everybody, the people came in tents. I don't know, I suppose they That was 1975, Mike. 75, yeah. August And 75. was the festival spread around all the pubs or just in the Merriman? No, it was in the Merriman Tavern, but all the pubs were full. I mean, benefited the place was from it. Benefit yeah, from they all benefited anyway. Yeah. Yes, yeah. You know, yeah. They, you had Christy Moore, the Bathy Band did Annan. Those were the three nights. Christy Moore was Friday night, the Bathy Band were Saturday night. Did Annan were Sunday night. And what then, a lineup. My yeah, goodness. so I worked the whole weekend. I was working that summer in McLeisett's in the picking tomatoes during the week, and then I used to work. I worked in the worked the whole weekend in the tavern. In the tavern, every night, all you know, up there in the evening, then all day Saturday, all day Sunday, and most of the day Monday. You know, but the place was, was it a always a sit down venue, or was there dancing as well? Never, no, well, not no, in my time. Never dancing. No, no, no space. Yeah, yeah. no space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was no space, and it was always hard to know how much. You know, I don't know, about four or five hundred people. It's hard to know how much it would hold, really, yeah. because you had yeah. this small bar off to the side. It used to open. There was kind of two sets of double doors. Yeah. And if the place was full, that's when that place would be open there. I don't know what view most people had of the stage when they were in there. but The stage was, moved around, didn't it? Well, the did stage it? was at the top <coughs> and the bottom. It was right, different okay. time. They moved it from one place to another. He did the same in the small bar. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, the stage and the bar used to... Sometimes you could go in... That's be there one Sunday. I used to do. I'd be there one Sunday, and the bar would be at the bottom in the small bar. And then he said, "Will you work next Sunday, Mike?" I said, "Yeah, okay." Then you come in the following Sunday. The bar would be at the top. <laughs> <laughs> and did you have to move everything to? Well, it, 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 was, it was slabs and timber like, so it was easy. The bar wasn't a difficult thing to move, really. Yeah, but I want to stick with the poster yeah. a minute because you've chosen a piece of music by the Bathy Band. I have, yeah. Yeah, and Well, it's just that. That album, well, that's the original album, 1975, was the very first Bathy Band album. And they were such, I remember when they came, when they played in the tavern that time, I thought, my God, these are just fantastic. fantastic. Mm-hmm. They were just brilliant. Now, Donald Lundy was with them and, and they, and they, they were just, well, it was hard to describe how good they were. They were very different from Planksty. They were much more of a, a rhythm driven band rather yeah. than uh, Planksty were a different type of band to them, but... I thought they were fantastic and I, I thought I'd never heard anything like them. And in fact, I always say 
if I had a Desert Island disc, the Bothy Band first album would be one of the albums I'd bring with me. Oh, isn't that extraordinary? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, 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 the song you've The song I just is picked is The Green Grows of Air, and it's an instrumental. Say. We'll listen to that now. Thanks, Owen. Thank you, Mike, for that choice. But you were just saying uh, earlier about the list that Aidan had on the wall of all the acts that came to the the, the tavern. I think you have a, a, yeah. a list there. Have I just you? have it's just. I mean, it, like in the sixties, there was Sweeney's Men, uh, the Johnstons, Al O'Donnell, the Ludlows, the Clancy Brothers, Mike. Emmett Spiceland, uh, Danny Doyle, Shea Healy, Brendan Grace, and the Ginger Men, Johnny McAvoy. Liam Clancy, uh, the Casterbridge Union, uh, the Chieftains, Tommy Maycomb on his own, obviously, at that yeah, stage, yeah. Tony McMahon, Anne Byrne and Paddy, and Paddy Roach, they were great singers too. She was a great singer. The Barleycorn, Supply Demand oh and Curve, Jim McCann, Animal Goldrick, Dublin City Ramblers, The Woods Band, Nephili, um who else? The, the Bards, Mushroom, remember the band Mushroom, yeah, the Dumblers, Column C.T. Wilkinson, <coughs> Randy Boone from America, I don't My know, goodness. the name was Randy Boone. Yeah. So, there's, I mean, it's just uh, Sean O'Shea, the Vienna Street Orchestra. There's and just you know, most of those names <coughs> are still familiar to music lovers, aren't they? They are, yeah. You know, there are very few of those that names that have disappeared now. They're all very well. Oh yeah, lot, yeah. The names, um, some of them have passed on. I see. I know just they here, have. I remember Neil Tobin. He, Neil Tobin was here in '76. Was he? Yeah. 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 Mm. I, I had a question I asked you off air there. Um, yeah. Was it a venue that you'd be shushed in if there was a performance on and and asked to stay quiet and and I, was, I suppose as the night went on the whispers would get louder as well. But and you remember you were relating some stories. Absolutely, there. there was. It was very. It was very difficult to keep people quiet because people were drinking. There was a big bear. And getting in and out, there was no such thing as sitting quietly. No, uh, Christy Moore, I remember, walked up the stage. Oh, he was. He if was you don't want to be doing that, that, I'm out of here. <laughs> and he went up the steps up into Sheeland and um, and Aidan's apartment. And didn't he yeah. come back? I think he may have come. That back might be the night his guitar went missing on purpose. <laughs> 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 yeah. But he was well known for doing that. Now, well, Christy in those, in those days, days was he, he yeah. was very um, volatile. Well, he, 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 yeah, he was. He was cranky enough on stage, yeah, you know. Yeah, you could see where he was coming from. His now, Christy, could be listening to the podcast, lads. Be gentle. <laughs> but, but you're all great no, fans no, of Christy's. No, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. you know, it's just... It he was was just that's that's you, how it was. You couldn't blame him. He had very meaningful songs and he wanted of course, to listen yeah. to. And yeah. I like to see Christy in a small yeah. venue. It's very difficult in a pub setting to have well, that kind of And you had a full bar, it's a very long bar. Yeah, and there was yeah. people three and four deep at the bar trying to order drink over one another's heads. Yes. And right. get it before the next tune came up or whatever. Well, get it at any stage. I mean, the bar would be busy all night, full, you know, so while the band was playing, we were served. We, there, was, there was very little chance you'd hear the band, but there was very little chance that you'd have to stand and look at the band. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. you'd know they were good, but you wouldn't necessarily be standing looking at them because you'd be serving drink all night, yeah. you know, and there was no break. You, just because the band were playing didn't mean people weren't ordering drink. I know. Yeah. So that was, I suppose, they were there to have a night out, really, yeah. as well as the. Music. And I'll tell you this. I probably shouldn't tell you this. When I was behind I the did. bar, I had my, I had a system for serving people, because people, <coughs> the locals would come into the bar and the place would be jam packed, and locals would go. There could be three or four people back, and then suddenly you'd be serving drink out over people's heads, and they'd be looking behind <laughs> them, giving out. 
So I had a system of I served locals, good-looking women, and then everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Just as well people didn't know that at the time. <laughs> before I forget, can I say Martin Woods and Seamus? Oh, they, he played there an Can't awful lot. Can't be forgotten. No, yeah. because they played there. They were the the what's the, they called the support the act. The support, the support act. Support act. Yeah. They were there early and they yeah. played. Religiously, there every well, almost every night. I they played say. a lot of nights. There, a lot yeah. of nights. The fourth did. night of that weekend was traditional music. I imagine that two boys would have been there. Yeah, um, it would have yeah, been just the local were, musicians. They were there. Shane Martin Woods was a neighbour of mine, and he used to yeah. play with my grandfather. Nice. So I wanted to, and Seamus Bogler, of course, is Seamus Bogler was and a, yeah, still right. support to all the young people. Yes, yeah. yeah. Around that are he must have been very young then, fifty years ago. He, in his I think 20s, he's around the same age as me. Is he? Yeah, very young. Early twenties. Yeah. You're only in your 40s, Anne. That's all, yeah. yeah. 73. I suppose <coughs> many uh, romance started and, I won't say finished, but uh, came to fruition uh, from the tavern. And you met your, your... Well, I met him in the school. Oh, did to you? To be honest yes. with you, he was playing with Tony and they were all together and we used to go down and listen to them. And they used to go down onto the stage, I mean... Uh, Brendan sure was one of the O'Byrne so we had yes. the inside mm-hmm. track yes yeah, yeah so that, well, I suppose I did meet him there yeah 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 and Tony well lots of We're memories for you there anyway. yeah well, lots of memories yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Great and memories. for you Mike a lot of memories in the tavern oh yeah well I have fantastic memories all my teenage years you know it was just fantastic yeah to be able to be part of it and I I mean, there was times when I'd be a bit cheesed off saying all my friends were outside the counter. And you were inside working. And I was inside the counter working and they were outside enjoying it. But then I would then get to stay on after hours. Yeah, and you saw Which all the I don't know whether we can say that on the radio. You saw all the action. Cleaning up, Michael. Cleaning up, what, doing the glasses. And you had to wash the glasses at the end of the night. <laughs> it was a huge chore. That, and Aidan had millions of glasses. And no dish, no glass washers that No, had, no, no glass no, washer, no, no hand washing. And the counter would be full. And I don't know if the the counter in the big tavern is a very big, long counter. It would be full of glasses. So you could be an hour washing the glasses. So you'd wash all the glasses. And generally, generally the band played afterwards. Or after hours, yeah. And we were there till three, four, five. A lot of them stayed the night, didn't they? Uh, Yeah, a lot of them stayed overhead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of them stayed overhead because there was a lot of bedrooms upstairs. Yeah. Um, but you, they could, they could play there till three and four and five in the morning. Yeah. It wasn't guaranteed that they played. They would always have a drink. Yes. You know, um, and like I remember my father used to say, "What time did you get home from the tavern last night?" I said, "I'd say it was probably after one. Yeah. <laughs> could, could be well four, after one. Could be four or five when you're toddling down the street, yeah, yeah, which is easy." Yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of got away with it because I was the youngest or second youngest of the family, so I could kind of get away with murder. I think. Really, and they didn't really pay much heed because they knew I was only coming walking down the town. So yeah, yeah. See, the no, festival, the festival used to have their. Um, oh yes, the, the the drama festival the drama used festival. to they? have their. Yeah, yeah that's right. Before the hotel. Yes, before oh, the hotel, we had great nights in it. There was red tablecloths on the table. Do you remember those? Yeah. Oh we yeah. We got in under that one night when poor Sergeant um, Fleming Fleming came it, in. He we hid. <laughs> yeah. We used to be up on the tables and under the tables. But there was we had. Great, great, great nights in yeah. it. As, great as, excavates. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, which many of the time we... Do you remember the, to, remember the toilet in front of the small... Remember the toilets? They were kind of out in the street. As you the walked way, into yeah. the tavern, there was a... The toilets uh, outside. The toilets outside yeah, there. And many of the time we, we used, yeah. you stayed there um, 
when the guards come in. So you go into the, you say we're going, and then you go out the door into the toilets, and the guards would clear the place, and then you go back in afterwards. In or sometimes up in up in the Oberon's sitting room upstairs, in Aidan's place upstairs, <laughs> when the guards came. And the guards came reasonably regularly. They did. Did, yes. Sure. Yeah. Well, I suppose they'd be complaints about noise it? and things, I suppose, would they? I don't know if it was complaints about noise, <laughs> really. No, no that time. And I some people know. would climb the gate, which was always exactly. a danger for Aidan, you know. God, yeah. So we could be in and Aidan would close. If the gate was closed, then that was it. Right. Whoever was in, the gate was closed, and that was it. But sometimes somebody might hop the gate and, and appear right. in. Mm. Aidan was well able to deal with lads he didn't he want. Was, yeah. was he? Oh, yes. boy, he, well, could, he, had to, he needed to he be. He was well possible. able for it. He was very good at that and he yeah. could shift them out the door, no bother. Mm. You know? Listen, we've only barely touched the story of the Merriman Tavern, the O'Burren family this morning, but it was a great look back in, in time yeah. from Nilis and Sheila to uh, Seamus and Michael and Anne and John S and yourself, Mike. And um, thank you so much, all of you, for coming in.